Hello beautifuls, Teresa here with messages that matter. We're stepping into part two. And what did I name it? Ah, uh, pure trickery. <laughs> oh, life can just have pure trickery involved in it. <laughs> I hope you'll lighten up and not take this so incredibly harsh, you know. Learning to look at our stuff and things gets exciting to me at times. But, but I've learned that, you know, it wasn't so frickin' frackin' exciting when I first started. It made me cry. <laughs> but I encourage you not to cry. I encourage you to go, if I get this, if I get this part, then I'll better understand my life, life in general, and how it works as a little human. And that's all I'm trying to bring to you today. You know, I love the old mean... Uh, the old meme, can't talk, love the old meme, funny, not funny, (laughs) funny, not funny, but here's your sign, (laughs) I'm in love with that today, here's your sign, Teresa, (laughs) I can address what I know, I felt helpless at times, And I felt hopeless at times, not knowing what the hey I was doing and how all this stuff and things was happening to me. Not knowing the when, where, why, and how shit happened. That feeling sucks. (laughs) If you'll recall it, that feeling sucks way worse then stepping into this information, these teachings, these learnings, and starting to, you know, address, look under the hood, go into the past, ask past and ask ourselves questions, poke around under the hood, that feeling over there that I used to have of not knowing was really way worse. We just forget. It was really way worse than sitting here and learning. We forget that. We forget that it's okay to poke around under the hood to uncover and discover these lessons worthy of laminating that will actually serve us going forward. Allow us to respond versus insta-react to life. So, here we grow. Buckle up. (laughs) Buckle up. Boys and girls, buckle up. All this, let me just say again, is about not knowing. We little humans do not know about separation from self. We do not know about separation from creator, the divine. And with that, we want to lean strongly into belonging to someone or something that has at least the illusion of love and acceptance. Do you understand? We want to lean strongly into something, someone or something that has the illusion of real love and real acceptance. (laughs) 
<laughs> I make a joke like tall, dark, and handsome had that total illusion of, oh, finally, I'm going to be loved. <laughs> finally, I'm going to be accepted. That's a freaking fracking illusion. Guess what else? It's pure trickery. <laughs> it's trickery. <laughs> mm, you better get to giggling with me. This is fun. It's got to be fun or we ain't going to do it. So buckle up. Okay, here's our first little lesson. And this just really shocks me every time. It shocked me when I learned it and it shocked me even teaching it. But it's so, so incredibly true. The universe, God, the God of my understanding, divine, source, higher power, creator, spirit, right? Again, we don't care what label you use. (laughs) Whatever you prefer. Doesn't care. Does not care. (laughs) The God of my understanding has no emotion attached to what is brought to me. The God of my understanding, the, the God of your understanding, if you wrap your little brain around this, only wants to bring to you what you want. That's why we were given self-will. So the God of my understanding does not care. Many of you will latch onto this statement and stop your learning right here, right now. That's what I've learned via experience. Right here, right now, people stop. And you see, I have a lot of experience working in trauma recovery, so I can tell you, you can't even believe how many people say to themselves and to me, Teresa, I don't think God hears me. Teresa, I don't think God cares about me. And then when I teach this in my signature programs, they'll be like, I knew God didn't care. I felt that. (laughs) Hmm. I've heard it a thousand times. Okay, I've heard it a hundred (laughs) times. People feel they're not loved, accepted, heard. They feel all the feels of those things when it comes to connecting to source, creator, divine. When it comes to, to connecting with the God of our understanding. I think what causes that feeling is actually talking in prayer um, around specifics. Like most of us will pray our asses off under the umbrella of crisis. I call it it the crisis prayer. I also, (laughs) if I'm being all sassy and stuff, call it the Santa Claus prayer. Most of us Even those highly religious, raised in church, go to church every Sunday and every Wednesday night, people do not have a strong conversational relationship with the God of their understanding on the daily. Most people, and yeah, you can holler at me if I'm wrong, most people do not ask the God of their understanding 
to lead and guide and show them every single day. Most people don't maintain constant contact with higher power throughout the day, right? We do that randomly, inconsistently. When we feel desperate, when we feel alone, etc. I'm just being honest here. I have 26 years of experience. I've talked to a lot of people. (laughs) And I'm also telling you, that's what was true for me. I was raised in church. As soon as I got 18, I didn't go to church no more. I didn't learn anything in church. I always say that. I don't know what I was doing, but I did not learn anything. Going to church every Sunday. I don't know what I was doing. I don't understand that at all. Then there's this other set of people that go to church every Sunday and all they do is talk about it, you know, and talk about it and talk about it. Their faith, their faith, their faith. But as soon as there's a conundrum, a challenge, a breakup, a heartache, a loss, they crash, you know. So you can see, you can feel, you can witness that it's just words to them. It's just a, like a conversational piece. It's not full on faith that they call upon in crisis, right? They fall apart. Just being honest. (laughs) Let's explain this further. The part about the universe don't care statement. God don't care. Creator don't care. The universe doesn't care if you bring you or not. Remember, you listen to part one, man down. The universe doesn't care if you bring you or not. The universe doesn't care if you leave pieces behind or hide pieces, even if it kills you. The meaning of this in a way of, of how it works, like I'm going to, I'm going to explain to you and this, and this, you know, was taught to me. I'm going to explain how the universe works, how God works, higher power, source, creator, spirit, how it works, the function, the universe, God, creator, spirit loves you so much. It will let you, it will support you in doing whatever you decide to do. You with me? You know, my recommendation after knowing this, my recommendation is actually what I did about, I don't know, five, seven years ago. I decided not to use my mind. After all, my best thinking got me in this shape I'm in. And I talk to clients about this, you know, laying down what you think, laying down what you believe, and just being open and willing to be guided, to be shown, to be connected, and listen to the whispers, higher power, brings to us taking my mind out 
of the equation. Taking off my crown that says I'm really, really right. That didn't work for the first 40 years of my life. And I'm so willing to take that crown off and set it down, right? The crown that says I'm really, really right. And I am so willing not to use my mind in choice making, in decision making today. I go to the God of my understanding first. And I create my daily life and my big life, (laughs) my whole life, with that constant contact and direction from my higher power. And I want that for you. So I decided, you know, five, seven years ago, my motto was, I don't know shit. And I started really, really relying on the God of my understanding on the daily. I'm inviting you to do that. And I know lots of people, you know, lots and lots and lots of people don't know even how to get started on that. And toward the end, I have a way to help you get started. My greatest gift. It's a document. Follow the directions for 30 or 90 days. And you will see that this works. And it's one of the first assignments I give within my signature program. You know, I intend to bring value to you. These people pay for all of these documents, all of these mm, teachings, these lessons. and, and, And it is of value to invest in that because it's so thorough and related to you personally. But in general here, I'm opening opening up and giving you gifts. And I've had colleagues and collaborating partners and beautiful people I'm in circle with say, can I get that? Sure. I give that document away when I go speak on stage. I give that document away if I'm interviewed in a podcast or on a live. This document is a gift from me. It changed my life. It's the first thing that changed my life. Um, 26 years ago, and I'm so glad to give it to you. Okay, back to the universe, the God of my understanding. The God of my understanding feels the feels that you feel of not belonging. And one thing that we're looking for is belonging. And we seek belonging outside of ourselves. Been there, done that. Seek belonging outside of me. Been there, done that. And the universe just kind of sits back and says, Oh, shoot. She believes a lie. We must show her that's not possible. You can't belong via someone else. What's that really, really, really mean to the average little human? Oh, he loves me. She chose me. I'll feel loved forever if I get married. I feel safe with him. I feel safe with her. He completes me. She completes me. 
<laughs> oh, that's pure trickery. <laughs> you made a decision, and the universe said, Let me bring that truth into focus. Allow me to amplify that for you, Teresa. Let me step in and provide a person. (laughs) Okay, y'all stop and take a breath here. God, the God of my understanding brings us a person and that person that's triggering you was brought to you so you can get more lessons around self-love, love of self. More lessons around the truth of belonging isn't out there in another person. Love isn't brought to you by another person. Security and feel good doesn't come from a parent, a partner, a colleague, a boss. Confidence doesn't come from when you mm, when you live in a certain neighborhood or drive a certain car or have a certain vacation experience. Confidence doesn't come from that. However, will you admit with me in society, in culture, will you admit with me that 98% of little humans believe that love and security and confidence comes from those things we desire? Will you admit that with me? That's an illusion. That's pure trickery. (laughs) None of what you seek, none of what you desire comes out from outside of yourself. Wealthy, so-called successful people commit suicide every freaking day or overdose every freaking day. People die who have all the things that you're sitting there wanting outside of yourself. They die every day. And back to the God of my understanding, the God of my understanding doesn't care even if you die, even if you kill yourself doing it. There's no emotion. The God of your understanding wants what you want. And they're going to take you over here and give you a person that shows you that's pure trickery. That's an illusion. If you think after the first six months or two years that you're going to feel full on love and full on acceptance and full on unconditional love from this person. Number one, it's too much freaking pressure on that person. That's not their job. It is your job to love you. So what you really desire is to become whole and healthy and connected to source, whole and healthy, connected to self-love and meet someone else who is whole and healthy and connected to self-love. You come together and you got cherry on top and a, a little whipped cream 
just makes life better. You're not meeting with, living with, surrounded by people who are in their wounds. You're not meeting with, living with, surrounded by people who are in drama and dysfunction. You're not meeting with, sitting with, circled up by people who have issues, right? When you become healthy, those people that are so challenged and untrained, that's all it is. They don't know this shit you're learning here right now. We love them. We accept them. We're not judging them. They just don't know what they don't know, which is what you're sitting here mm, embracing right now. You're coming to a place where you know that you know that you know it ain't out there. It's within. It's with source. It's with my soul. It's with my intuition. Uh, and, And like that. Are you with me? But my point is that eventually when you get whole, when you get healthy, when you start thriving, not just surviving, but actually thriving, being happy in your own world, right? being serene and having serenity on the daily and your just overall well-being is flourishing. The dysfunctional kind of stuff doesn't, isn't attracted to you. The whole and healthy and the willing and the open is attracted to you. Does that make sense? Mmm. So here's kind of a summary. Love, security, core confidence, peace, serenity, joy, contentment, happiness comes about within you. No person, place or thing can give you can give you love, security, core confidence, peace, serenity, joy, contentment, happiness. It ain't out there. No person, place, or thing can give that to you. Period. Now, kind of lean back and take a breath or three. I feel confident that you have that. The next question is, so now, you know, kind of here's what everybody's saying or thinking at this place. Teresa, how do I go within? How do I find this from within? The pure trickery for little humans is it looks like happiness is out there. It's in marriage. It's in vacations. It's in yachts. It's in jobs and careers. It's in tall, dark, and handsome. (laughs) So back to how do we go within, Teresa? How do I find this from going from, from... How do I find this from going within? What's that mean? How do I do that? So I'm going to give you my spin, how I did it. This is my spin from my personal experiences. My best thinking got me into all those conundrums. By the age of 40, I was just like on my knees. At some point, I decided to try to leave my mind my opinions, my thinking, my theories out of my life. 
out of the equation, out of the equation. And I started to go to source for all my information, source and soul. I started to go to source and soul for all my information. And I still do that today. It goes something like this. I started this 26 years ago and I've never stopped. I'm going to give you an example of it. It starts with something like this because I want you to understand and feel how powerful this feels. This is how I start it. And I do it pen to paper. I do it pen to paper because when I first started, I had so much chaos going on. I couldn't hold a prayer. So my mentor said, write, write to the God of your understanding. I still do that today, 26 years later. And I'm, I have preacher sons. I have a new client that is highly, 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 I would call it religious. But the conundrums don't stop, right? We're looking for how to create a life where conundrums don't stop us conundrums elevate us conundrums help us up level that's what we're looking for so lots of peeps put their hands over their ears and chant la 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 when it comes to mm, talking about connecting with the god of their understanding or source or spirit or creator you know they that's uncomfortable hey that hasn't worked for me in the past this or that or this or that they bring me those stories that hasn't worked god doesn't listen to me i'm not being heard my god doesn't care the god of my understanding doesn't care i've already explained that to you there's no emotion the god of my understanding wants what i want the god of your understanding wants what you want okay so listen to me as i step into this we're about i don't know five minutes from being done so hang tight This is what I write every single morning, and it's mine. You can mimic it if you want to, or you can create your own. You're creative. Create your own. Here's mine, and it's precious, and it's sacred. I'm going to go through it, and then I'm going to go back and explain it to you. Dear God, comma, Sophia Love, comma, and all who support, love, guide, show, and lead me on this path of life and living, including my body. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's my first paragraph. Now I'm going to go back and, and go through this. Dear God means the God of my understanding. As I got conversational and started to mm, design, feel the feels of the God of my understanding, it felt like a friend to me. It felt like it was in me, around me, all over me. Sometimes I call that soaked in source, right? It's the God of my understanding and you'll develop that as well. The God of your understanding. And you'll call it whatever you want to call it. I have clients who call it source. I have clients that call it universe. I have clients that call it creator. I have clients that call it spirit. I don't, I am not attached. 
I even had a preacher's son where I said, just call it dear George. I believe the God of my understanding knows this dude is expressing himself to God, even if he says dear George, because he was so resistant to stepping back into connecting to source because of his upbringing from a preacher. That's how severe shit happens to people in life. And he didn't resort to that, but it did feel good that he could just start talking to the God of his understanding and say, Dear George, that's freedom. That's surrender. That's release. That's knowing. He's very connected now. The second line is Sophia Love. Sophia Love is the name that I received for my soul. And all who support, love, guide, show, and lead me, that's all the spirits. Like, my mother has passed, and I feel her with me on the daily. My first horse passed a long time ago, and I can feel the spirit, the energy of that horse all the time around me. Do you understand? Do you understand how sacred this becomes to me? And to sit here and show you that vulnerability and that sacredness is only because I desire to help you. And I desire to help you create your own sacredness in this journey. Are you with me? I want you to see the show notes because I'm going to provide a way for you to receive this document that starts the process of you connecting in your own way to your own God of your own understanding. I got one story before we leave and it's powerful to me. I hope it's powerful to you. But no matter your age, no matter your background, no matter your connection with religion or disconnection with religion, no matter your connection with spirit, source, universe, no matter your disconnection with spirit, source, universe, creator, no matter where you're at, you can do this. I have taught this literally to 10-year-olds. This is not rocket science. You can do this. You just start and you do it on the daily and you get consistent and it unfolds before your eyes. So I used to be a horse trainer and I retired from that due to physical physicality, right? I, I got older and there was clients that called me out of retirement to work with their kids because I'm a masterful teacher in the arena, masterful at teaching, especially youth, all of the integral details of working with phenomenal high-end horses. So there comes a point when the youth knows everything about that horse, everything about communication from the saddle, and everything about unity. The horse has an aura, the child has an aura, and they understand that, and they understand the aura or the energy field around the combination of the two. And we're heading into working as one, as a unit, as a union, the horse and the rider, right? This is years ago. I can take stick people and stick horses and show the aura, the field, etc. That's not the point. The point is there comes a time when the little human 
the little youth, needs to connect to source, to God, to create a God of their understanding that helps them, supports them, leads them in how to communicate fully with that horse and to be whole and healthy underneath the umbrella of the competitive edge. When you're in the on-deck circle waiting to run, there is nothing that can take you out of the game faster than not being able to manage your emotions. So I sit with these kids and I teach them how to do this. So I get permission from parents. We're in the back. I'm in the back seat with a child. We're headed to a barrel race. I'm teaching this child this. She has her journal. She understands to write, you know, to dear God. She understands to go in gratitude. You know, she's communicating in gratitude. Then she understands that next paragraph is, may I call upon you in this moment to help me, to show me, to lead me in how I can better serve my horse tonight, how I can better connect, how we can ride as one, right? She does all that. And then you lay your pen down and you listen. She lays her pen down and she listens. Pretty soon she picks her pen up and she writes. She took that grati- that journal. I started to say gratitude journal. She took that journal, dear God journal. And she pulled it over in front of my face and she said, like this. And I read what she wrote. It said, dear Maggie, you have everything you need. That's what that little girl heard. And I'm going to tell you right now, there is no making that up at age 10. She heard that whisper. I don't think it was dear Maggie. I think it was Maggie. You have everything you need. And from that place on, every night before a barrel race, she would sit and light a tea candle and write her dear God thank yous and her ask on how she could better serve, lead, guide, join with her horses. She also... I'll tell you, used it with teachers, you know, get crossways with teachers. She sought clarity by writing those letters to the God of her understanding. That is a tool gifted to a 10 year old, maybe five years ago. That has to be life changing. It is limitless what you can ask for clarity for direction around, right? I encourage you to hit those show notes. I think my email will be there and you can request that document. Make sure you put in the subject line gift. I get a lot of emails. The ones that come in that have gift in the subject line are priority. If you know what I'm saying. Oh my God, 35 minutes. That's my longest podcast. I would apologize, but I can't. This is powerful. 
I want you to understand the pure trickery, the unknowingness that we little humans have to experience right here on earth and to know that the answers lie within and how to access them. This is a powerful podcast. Connect, make a commitment, a promise to yourself that you'll start something like this today and step into no more drama, no more trauma, no more tears, no more unhappiness, and no freaking more seeking what you want, what you desire from some person, place, or thing out there. <laughs> you with me? That's pure trickery. <laughs> I love you big. I'll see you in part three. This is Teresa. Oh, so much ingratitude. Mm. Teresa, signing off.